0: Welcome back to the wise man's page. It's the daily podcast where we read a page of the wise man's fear and then we talk about it. This is page 851. He touched the heel of his hand to his forehead. Of course. Or would you prefer ale? I nodded and he fetched me a mug. Excellent, I said after tasting it, seating myself on a convenient stump. He tipped an imaginary hat. Thank you. We were lucky enough to nick it on our way through Levenshire a couple days ago. How has the road been treating you of late? I stretched backward and sighed. "'Not bad for a lone minstrel,' I shrugged. "'I take advantage of what opportunities present themselves. "'I have to be careful since I'm alone.' "'Aleg nodded wisely. "'The only safety we have is in numbers,' he admitted, then nodded to my lute. "'Would you favor us with a bit of a song while we're waiting for Anne to finish dinner?' "'Certainly,' I said, setting down my drink. "'What would you like to hear? "'Can you play Leave the Town Tinker?' "'Can I, you tell me.' "'I lifted my lute from its case and began to play.' By the chorus, everyone had stopped what they were doing to listen. I even caught sight of Otto near the edge of the trees as he left his lookout to peer toward the fire. When I was done, everyone applauded enthusiastically. You can play it, Alec laughed. Then his expression became serious, and he tapped a finger to his mouth. How would you like to walk the road with us for a while, he asked after a moment. We could use another player. I took a moment to consider it. Which way are you heading? Easterly, he said. I'm bound for Severin, I said. Aleg shrugged. We can make it to Severin, he said. So long as you don't mind taking the long way around. I have been away from the family for a long time, I admitted, looking at the familiar sights around the fire. One is a bad number for an edema on the road, Alec said persuasively, running a finger along the edge of his dark beard. I sighed. Ask me again in the morning. He slapped my knee, grinning. Good, that means we have all night to convince you. I replaced my loot and excused myself for a call of nature. Coming back, I knelt next to Anne, where she sat near the fire. What are you making for us, mother? I asked. Stew, she said, shortly. That's the page. My name's Nick. I'm Jeremy. Jer- uh, Jordan is still away. If there's any doubt, it must evaporate on this page when they mention that they nicked the ale.
1: Yeah, I think that's when cloth is like, Okay, these guys are, are up to no good, because a real road troop, everyone thinks we're thieves, but we're not.
0: Yep. And I, there's a moment when he looks around and he says, I have been away from the family for a long time. He he says, looking at the familiar sights around the fire. He doesn't say like the people. I think there's like trappings here that are familiar. But I think that this has more meaning because he's now realized, perhaps for, for good, that um, he is still not among the family. And yeah. uh, there is an action here that uh, seals it. Here is when he decides to poison them because when he goes for a call of nature is when he gathers the herbs that he uses to poison the stew, and he goes to the stew and
1: distracts the cook in order to drop the herbs in it. Mm. Mm. That's very resourceful of him, honestly. And also, he makes up his mind really fast. Although later we find out that the poison that he uses isn't enough to kill them. Yeah, it's so just to—he's
0: th- just sort of you know, punishing them, right? He's just giving them the shits. Yeah, he's uh, hedging
1: his bets. He's like, if I'm wrong about them and they're not that bad, then I will have given them the shits uh, and they'll have like a bad night and uh, we'll just say, oh, the lamb must have been bad and like no one will be the wiser.
0: I still don't think he intended to kill them. I don't think he's like, I think that he's probably been like, look, I'm going to punish them by giving them bad indigestion. Maybe I'll whip them around a bit and I'll tell them, you know, you're you're not real rub, blah, blah, blah. Like just sort of, let, let him have it a bit, but I don't think he intended to kill them until what happens happens.
1: Until he finds out just how bad they really are.
0: Yeah, and how yeah. badly they're besmirching the Ruh.
1: And, yeah. uh, I know I've
0: read ahead a little bit, but he does give them a couple more chances to 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 twig in before yeah. he... Yeah, uh, so
1: that's what I mean when I say he's hedging his bets, right? If he if he's wrong, right? If he's like, oh, they really are Ruh, they're just like shitty Ruh, yeah. then he won't have murdered them. Exactly. Right? Um, I think
0: that another bit of evidence on this page is that they only invite him to join when he proves that he can play, when and he proves that he's useful.
1: Yeah, I think that's when the bandit leader is like, this guy could be one of us because he's good enough to pass for a run. He right, like but both is well.
0: going, they would have invited me to stay with them regardless of whether or not I could play.
1: Well, but also, I think, like, yes, and I also think they ask him to play the most basic bitch-ass song that they can think of. <laughs> right? I think true, a real yeah. a real row would say oh could you play the lay of Sir Savian or something right like could you play something interesting and complicated whereas they basically ask him to play a drinking song it's like if you go if like you know you're at an open mic night or you're like at a place with a live band and you're like hey play Freebird like it's lame
0: yeah exactly uh, and there's another so I don't want to get ahead of myself but there's another bit of damning evidence involving a song on tomorrow's page so we'll include that as well
1: mm-hmm. he's also he's he is like good on his like at thinking on his feet here because i think a a less clever character a character more prone to like impulsiveness or a character who's just like not quite as up on the up and up when the might make a comment about the guy saying like oh we nicked it but Quoth just kind of lets it pass without comment because he doesn't want to commit himself to saying, "Hey, stealing is bad. Slap on the wrist." or you can't be rough because Ro wouldn't steal. He's just like adding that data point to his to his little like pl- you know graph, and he's thinking, okay, now I need to start like putting these people to the test a little bit because that is suspicious.
0: It's also doing something I love where it's inviting the reader to to twig in there because even mm-hmm. if you haven't seen the
1: other clues, uh, by now, that should make you go, huh? Yeah, that's the first thing that they do that strikes me as like unambiguously like like nasty and suspicious. Exactly,
0: like, but it's up to the reader. It's left to the reader to go. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Quote, you're just gonna let that go? It's up to the reader to go. Like, that's not something I understand. The row would be, would be down for. And I like yeah. that. I like that a lot. I like that the
1: author and the narrator trust us enough to notice that. Indeed, I also, I like is described as being a handsome guy with a beard and an earring which does kind of conjure in the mind's eye the way stereotypical Roma men are often portrayed and I think that this is Rothfuss doing like I think that this character is dressing and acting the way he the way that he stereotypes the as dressing and acting and the closest cultural parallel that we have for that is like a thieving Roma person who's like also a charming scoundrel with an earring who like lives in a caravan like yeah like also that's the, kind of
0: like the um the roles they take on the the stuff they play seems awfully basic considering how complex the uh the responsibilities of the row we saw in quoth's troop were pipes and drums yeah yeah, like like, that guy does one instrument
1: yeah like i feel like everyone in clothes troop had at least two particular talents yeah
0: and like you know some of them were as i recall some of them also like did like the accounting and stuff like that like they had yeah they had more complex roles among the the troop than just like performing Mm -hmm. you know there was like a tumbler and there were like stage fighters they had much yeah. more... And, like, the, yeah, like, his his dad was a playwright, and they, like, yeah. They performed... Yeah,
1: parents were actors and musicians, yeah. right? They were, like, a triple threat. Exactly. But I
0: think you're onto something that these these guys are performing
1: runness Yeah. But they're degree. performing, like, a, a clumsy, bad stereotype of runness right? Yeah.
0: Also, do they ever refer to themselves... Did, did the true ra ever refer to themselves as edema? They usually say ra, right? They don't usually say edema... And on this page, Adema says it's a one is a bad number for an edema on the road. Usually, the Ruh call themselves the Ruh.
1: Yeah, that's. I, I can't swear to it. I feel like both might have said Adema well, rather than Ruh. I at remember some point. the
0: only other time I can remember it is when uh, we're being told about the story, the ignorant Adema. Right. And it's it's derogatory. Hmm.
1: Uh, I feel like we have well and truly thrashed this page. Yeah, I feel like this is how
0: I imagined most of our pages would go when I first uh, pitched this podcast. I thought we'd go through, you know, point by point, line by line and draw out everything. I definitely imagined less uh, conversations about lawyers from the swamp.
1: Well, that's the beautiful thing about, about, you know, a piece of art. You know, it evolves as you're making it. Listeners, you can join us in the Swamp of the Mind on tomorrow's page. (laughs) There's no better way to describe this podcast than (laughs) the Swamp Swamp of of the Mind. mind. This (laughs) This has been Swamp of the Mind.